Okay, so we just talked for like 10 minutes. Uh, Go back I, to the beginning again? No, I didn't record. I didn't double hit the record button. Is that why I was blinking? Yeah, because oh, it stages. So the past 10 minutes, nobody's going to hear the amazing things we talked about. Oh, it was utterly amazing. And it's going to sound it's even lost worse if we try to do it again. forever to history. It is. So that was a, that's only the first time I've done that. That's pretty 20 good. 20 episodes. That's pretty good. So, the way to episode 20. Yes. So going back to the beginning, yeah, so you we are... are so we are. This is episode twenty of All Off Topic. I am Andrew, and I am Brad, and, uh, and I'm not going to do the same joke again because now it'll just be forced. Nope, that's right. So I can't do it. I'll save it for some. Nobody heard it, so I'll save it for the future. That's right, and we'll be good. So we had a big nor'easter because it's March and it still snows. You in know how March. I know that? How do you? Because he told me ten minutes ago. I did. Also, a snow outside. And it is the Ides of March? It is the Ides of March. Yes. There's a lot of snow. It's super aggravating because yep. spring is supposed to be coming. Yes. And we got two feet of snow. Yep. So maybe and a little bit less down here. I just but. wanted to drive cars this weekend, but I couldn't because it was snowing. This is like the quick version of what we just did for 10 minutes. We can just do uh, it again. It doesn't matter. We're burning through it. Burning through it. Why? I don't know. I'm just kidding. We're not in a rush. We're always in a rush. Yeah, I don't know why. we got to slow it down. Too much coffee when we get over here. I know, but I love coffee so much. Coffee is delicious. I can drink lots of coffee and still drive home. If I drink lots of beer, I have to sleep in your basement. Yeah, that's fine, too. I don't want to do that. Okay. <laughs> I have a family at home. I don't want to <laughs> sleep in your basement. <laughs> So, uh, anyway, so yeah, big nor'easter came through. Yep. Um, it actually cost me money. Yeah. Oh, what happened? Yeah, you were. Well, I was driving. I went to Georgia to pick up a trailer for a customer. Yes. And I had set it up with that customer. I said, "Hey, do you mind if I pick up a car on the way home with this trailer? You know, I know it's a brand new trailer, so if you don't want me to use it for a car before you do, that's cool. I understand. But you know, I can give you a discount for helping me out. So I gave the customer a discount to pick up a car on the way home. Yeah. And then this big nor'easter was coming, and I couldn't pick up the car in Virginia until 2 o'clock on a Monday night. And the nor'easter was coming on Monday night, so I didn't want to be driving from Virginia back to Boston in the middle of a nor'easter that yeah. was tracking from south to from like southwest yeah, the whole to northeast. I-95 corridor, basically. Yeah, I'd have been driving it the whole from entire time. D.C. to Boston was also. Right, so, so. a you know eight-hour drive or nine-hour drive, maybe a little longer, Virginia for 10 hours or so. Would have oh, taken take me double three, that. Day, three days. Yeah. It would have taken me. I would have lost even more money by going to hotels. And so now I've given this customer a discount because I'm using his trailer. Yeah. Don't get to use this trailer. Yeah. Didn't get to pick up the car in Virginia, and now I have to go back out myself with my own gas again and my own trailer. So, yeah. well, such is life. It is annoying. Cost of doing business and all that stuff and whatever. But I was actually more disappointed because I was excited because the car was for me. It was oh, a, it was it another was, Colt. It was another Dodge Colt. Yeah. Uh, a white 79 Dodge Colt. <laughs> the truck controller has just enabled you to hoard even more Colts. Did you expect it to do anything else? I mean, no. honestly. No. no. But anyway, with that big storm hitting the Boston area, apparently uh, Pornhub decided to sponsor plows with Pornhub logos on them. Again, I don't know what Pornhub is, Andrew. So... I don't know. I'm not, not sure going to research it, it, I promise. But uh, they would plow you for free. Excellent. So you could be plowed by Pornhub. That's a pretty amazing uh, marketing campaign, actually. It is. It was pretty good because it was because everywhere. Nobody can get mad about it either because like people would be very, like, I don't know, the the very conservative, you know, I don't know. People would be upset about it, I would think, seeing the word porn driving around the city of Boston all the time. Whatever. No, I know. Hey, they're going to plow people for free. <laughs> plow people for free because that, that's expensive. Is Pornhub free? I don't know. I'm thinking plow people for free. <laughs> Pornhub's free or not. Okay. 
you can research it later and let us know because obviously we uh, we okay, hear well. of of excellent Christian values. Yes. And well, we always joke that a lot of guys around here really get their rock salt off. Hey. By driving around with plows. But I'm bump ching. Yes. Yeah, they do. It's a like a uh, it's a status symbol. It is. A big stainless steel plow on your HD truck. Always brand new every two years, of course. Yes. And you don't keep the same plow. You get a new Even plow though they don't plow. rust because they're stainless steel plows. Well, you know, it'd be shiny. Imagine a shiny truck. $12,000 plow. On your $75,000 truck. Like, just like peacocking around. Yeah, because they leave them on all winter, too. Yeah. Which is super annoying. And super, like, all these manufacturers spend years and years and months and time and all this effort and money making their trucks... You know, safe to crash into, and then they're like, "No, nope, we're just gonna put a giant V-shaped put, piece of stainless steel yeah, in the front of it, steel battering ram in the front of my truck." <laughs> Don't get in an accident with one because you'll probably die. I'm not even, how does that not? If you're plowing and you slam into a snowbank with it, I guess it just somehow doesn't set off airbags. I'm sure there's been incidents where it has. Mm. I'm sure some of the earlier airbag trucks probably do it. Maybe the new smart airbags have a. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I remember being in plow trucks as a kid, you know, plow in the backyard of my father's body shop or just the driveway. They hit with force. Yeah, it hit pretty hard. Yeah. yeah. Hard enough the back end comes up the ground a little bit sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean that was in old eighties trucks, so there were no airbags, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm I'm sure that airbags have gone off in a plow truck. Probably. It, I mean there's gotta be an instance of it somewhere. Yeah. We'll have to look into it, but it doesn't sound fun. But again, I don't plow, so no. Well, snow. no, you don't because some guy got mad at you because you were in a parking lot and yeah. he wanted to buy your truck. Yeah, it was annoying. It was weird. I was at uh, the grocery store in Georgetown, a little tiny little town where I live, and uh, the guy came up to me and was like, "Hey, nice truck." I was like, "Yeah, whatever. It's just a ten-year-old Chevy pickup." He's like, I was looking for a crew cab diesel. And I couldn't find one. Why aren't you plowing with it? I was like, "Oh, because I don't have a plow and I don't need a plow." And then he tried to buy my truck. And I was like, oh, no, I need this for other things. Yeah, because the work you do with it is towing, for, not right, plowing. Not plowing. And you can't tow and plow at the same time. So <laughs> that would be... <laughs> I think we could enter that somewhere in Urban Dictionary. <laughs> tow and plow. Yeah, it's got to be some kind of a Urban Dictionary phrase. To add it's on Pornhub. Porn yeah, yeah, exactly. Look <laughs> at <laughs> that video. Nope, not going to Google that one, Andrew. <laughs> my computer is virginous. But, uh, yeah, so that was weird. Yeah. Um, I, I never had anybody try to buy a normal car off me before. Like, driving an old car as it happens, people are like, oh, you ever want to sell that thing? You know, here's my number. But yeah. not like, you ever want to sell that 05 Chevy that's super common and everywhere? No, I don't. Well, they're not. They're all rotted out here, and yours came from Florida, so it was pretty right. clean. So just be smart and buy one from the house. Yeah. Not that difficult. There's plenty of them down there. Yeah. No, just do some work and look for one. Yeah, well, there's an older guy. Probably doesn't know how to use the internet. No. So in Mitsubishi news, uh, Nissan is going to completely revamp the corporate structure. Apparently it was based on seniority and okay. not merit. What was based on seniority? The Mitsubishi corporate structure. Okay. So the more senior were, the more promoted you got instead of... It should be how good a job you do. So Mitsubishi is failing basically because of like nepotism and like, that's yeah that's, that's what good. that's what the the Jalopnik post made it seem like. So well, that makes sense as to why it's terrible. Because if some guy didn't care at all, it was just like you're going to give me 
$400 million to run your company? Yeah, basically. I'm going to go on vacation. I'm yeah. going to go play golf Yeah, every weekend. Yeah. We'll just Best. keep doing what we're doing, even though it's not working, because okay. I'm just here. So. so now, Mr. Carlos Gokin? Goshen? Gokin? I'm not even going to try to pronounce it, because I thought it was Goshen. It's not Goshen, because G-H-O-S-N. So it's like Gohosen. Go, go. I know that's a funny way to say it. I don't know exactly what it is, but... Yeah, so... Yeah, it's fine. But anyway, he did a lot you know of good things about. for Nissan, as far as financial things go. I mean, he doesn't make a lot of exciting cars. Even though, yeah, we couldn't... We, like... Uh, we can't figure out, or you know, how the SUVs are sort of laid out. Well, it's, yeah, there's the Juke, yeah, and then there's the Rogue, and then the Murano, which are basically the same and thing. The Pathfinder. Well, the Rogue, the Murano, and the Pathfinder from 100 feet away all are. Is identical. one based on like the Altima, the other one's based on the Maxima? I assume it's like a Sentra, a Maxima, and a Altima, or something like that. I don't know the. And the Juke is of like it. a Versa, maybe, or maybe that's a Sentra. I think it's bigger than a Juke. I had a rental car Juke, front-wheel drive, CVT. Fucking terrible. Yeah, well, it's... Like I said, they don't make great cars, but they make sellable cars. It's like driving a, a frog around or something. Well, you remember the CVT Ultima we had in Arizona back when we went You said CVTs are together. fucking terrible. I remember we almost died because we were up at elevation near... Yeah, 5,000 feet. Yeah. We pulled out in traffic like we had been the whole well, time we a, had the it car. Well, it was a 2.4, so that engine is garbage anyway. Yeah, the four-cylinder backed by the CVT yeah. at 5,500-foot elevation heading towards yeah. Grand Canyon. Which I, I guess those things go through head gaskets and shit and oh, really? coolant. Yeah. Well, all I know is we pulled out from the gas station, and I matted it, and I was like, oh, I got plenty of room because there's an 18-wheeler nope. going. And then like he was right on our bumper, like honking the horn at it us. It might have been 150 horsepower at sea level. Yeah, it was probably 12. In a... You know, 4,000-pound car with three people in it and luggage. It was awful. Yeah, it was horrible. Also, the back seat of that car was awful, too, because there were three of us, so we'd, like, rotate driving and sitting front and back. And It had legroom, but it was like a park bench. Yeah, it was just, there was not any comfort or any cushioning in it. It was a terrible yeah. car. But yeah. anyway, off topic again, like we always are. Um, but Carlos, Gohan, 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 Gosen, Gosen, Mr. Carlos, Carlos the French guy, mm-hmm. who helped save Nissan, is going to try to help save Mitsubishi now. So I hope he does. Well, hopefully they let them go back to making fun cars, enthusiast cars. They, I want to see them go the route of Mazda. Just make nice, fun cars. Stop trying to compete with Honda and yeah. Toyota and Subaru because you can't do it right now. Right, you know the money. Even if they don't make absolutely fun cars, as long as they make cars that sell to keep the company afloat so that – Eventually, maybe they could make fun cars, and so that no, go for that. And their old cars will still be supported for a while. Go for that market, like what Mazda does. Like, well, then competing against Mazda, and Mazda fans are, you know, they're no. hard to hard to sway. No, just build. I don't know. Like, okay, here's here's what I think they should do. Nissan's pickup truck is old. Yeah, Mitsubishi doesn't have a pickup truck. Yeah, Nissan and Mitsubishi in other markets have much nicer, newer trucks. Yeah. Take a Nissan truck or a Mitsubishi truck that's sold overseas, badge engineer them over here, sell one as Nissan and one as Mitsubishi, sell the different lines of diesels and all the other things you can do, mm-hmm. uh, and, and use that as your, I don't know about moneymaker, but trucks sell in America. Even like mid-sized trucks sell. Like People are buying Colorados now like crazy. You see them all over the place. Yep. People buy Tacomas like crazy. So if like the mid-sized truck does sell. So do that and do your basic run-of-the-mill cars. 
and then maybe have some kind of a shared sports car between the two. I, I personally, what I would like to see is a simple sports car, um, a like a 370Z sold as Nissan as a 370Z, but then use the platform of Mitsubishi and sell a new Sarian as that. Because obviously they can't sell the Eclipse as that. I thought was, I Eclipse. always said it should have been called an Eclipse Starian. Like an old Celica Supra. Yes. Yeah. Well, now they've taken the name Eclipse and they've thrown it in the shredder. So it doesn't matter I, anymore. Yeah, it's a small crossover for some Might reason. Might as well be a rogue. <laughs> yeah. I also don't know. I mean, you'd like to see them build a small rear drive sports car like an FRS or a BRZ, but those don't sell that well. They're not selling, no. It needs to be more of a flagship car like no, a 370Z. I don't know. Uh, you give enthusiasts what they want, and then they don't buy them. Well, to be, or they complain they don't have enough horsepower. Well, to be fair, you or I would have a fleet of BRZs and FRSs if they weren't $25,000. They're not even that, Which expensive. Isn't that expensive. You can buy used ones really cheap. You can, but the problem is that we buy $800 cars. <laughs> you yeah. know, So here we I are would... at the enthusiast market. We're waiting for those cars to drop so low that we can buy them for $1,000. And then I won't have 15 Dodge Colts. I'll have 15 FRSs because I'll just buy one, drive it, wreck it, drive another one. It's tempting. It's tempting to buy a used one. I've I've been tempted lately. Well, I'm not there yet. I have many other cars I'd rather buy before I spent the money on one of those. Uh, and that's again, the, that's the problem. That's the problem. There's other cars I, I just want to have fun with old cars, and you can just have more old cars to have fun with. Right, and they cost less to buy, less to insure, less to maintain. And you just and they're, cycle they're through different. them. Like, whatever. And they're different. Yeah. Like, you look at the... Buy an FRS, you're just a guy in an FRS. You know, I like driving my Dodge Colt. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. It's the hipster in me. You know, I like driving my Dodge Colt because well, I'm the only one around. Sometimes it's nice to just have a modern car, too. So, Which I'm learning nice. as I'm driving my 05. I suppose if I had to commute a lot, but I was still wanted a fun car, uh, and I didn't have to worry about snow, I'd, I'd get an FRS for a BRC. You're, uh, you're talking to the wrong guy about that, because don't forget that I used to work in Boston, Yeah, and I commuted to my 80 Colt. That's all, fine. All winter long. So, no comfort, AM radio, barely any heat. Yeah. Like... It was it was quite it was quite a commute. Andrew's playing with a Hot Wheels car and he's I am. dropped it on the I'm table like the, four times. <laughs> I'm playing with our bottle opener Hot Wheels car. Yes, and he's dropped it on the table like four times. Well, That's the take noise. Take away from me. All right, I now have the Hot Wheels car, and I'll start playing with it and I'll drop yeah. it. Yeah. So where were we at Mitsubishi? Just spin around. We need one sports car, one pickup truck, and a bunch of mainstream normal cars, and better marketing. Way better marketing. Or marketing. Period. Because well, marketing that's not. If you watch on the cable channels, they're up high on the cable channels. Yeah, because they don't spend the money. Yeah, exactly. They need to be on network TV. No, they need to be off of television in general because nobody watches TV anymore. Lots of people watch TV. Advertise the internet. Advertise on YouTube. Advertise on Lots Hulu. Lots of people watch TV. I don't know. Young people don't watch TV anymore. I'm considering getting rid of cable because I just don't use it. I use it all the time. Uh, see, I just watch Netflix and Amazon. And I watch them all. YouTube. I watch way too much. No, I don't. I, w- I, w- I wish I had more time to watch all of them, but I don't. Because I love movies, and uh, I'm super excited. Did you see the trailer for Baby Driver? You know, I just saw it today. Um, so it's Edgar Wright, which I didn't... The name sounded familiar, but then once I looked up who the director was, I was like, oh, that makes sense why I, I like this. I will tell you, though, it took like the first 15 to 30 seconds of the trailer for me to tell if it was a serious movie or if it was a spoof <laughs> of some sort. Because, A, the name of the movie is Baby Driver. <laughs> Wait. Is your fighter a clown baby? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's always sunny. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I was not sure if it was serious or not, and I was waiting for it to like be a joke or an advertising for something. So first 
negative to me when I was watching the trailer was it's called Baby Driver. I was like, this is weird. Why is it called Baby Driver? And then it shows a chase a, scene. Because this is a movie already called Driver and Drive. And Baby. <laughs> and he shows the chase scene, and he's driving like a bright red 05 or 06, 07, whatever, that body style. It's a GD body. Yeah, WRX. Yeah. Which is like not a movie car. Because it's just like a 10-year-old WRX. Like usually in movies, it's a brand new car. Yeah. Or it's a really old car. And not just like a 10-year-old used car from a used car lot. Which is fine. I don't have a problem with it. But it just it, it struck me as odd. And I didn't recognize the guy who was playing the driver. I don't know who he is either. Yeah, Everybody so, else is like a name actor except for that guy. Well, that's what it was. I didn't recognize him or a few of the first ones. That they showed, and then it was like Kevin Bacon or something in it or something? Or? No, it was Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey, that's what I mean, yeah. John Hamm. But Kevin and Jamie Spacey Fox. pops up, yeah. and then Jamie Foxx pops up, and then John Hamm pops up, and I'm like, what? So this is a real movie, apparently. Yeah. So I'm actually kind of excited to watch it now because I like a car chase movie, even if it's going to be ter- terrible CGI'd car chases. Well, he, he directed Hot Fuzz, and then at the very end of Hot Fuzz, it has a WRX, a police car. That's true. Yeah. Maybe he's just a Subaru guy. Maybe. That'd be weird. Uh, but I don't know. It looks cool, and it—I mean—it has a lot of the uh, heist movie tropes. Yeah, but I'm okay with that. It's sort of a—it's like Ocean's Eleven meets the Transporter. <laughs> it, I think it's more like a, a cross between Transporter Drive and uh, the Bank Job. No, like a little bit of uh, Hit and Run. I never saw Hit and Run. Oh, really? Yeah. That's really good. Dax—that's uh, a Dax Shepard movie. No, I've never seen that because he's a big car guy. He's like a yeah, hot rodded. Apparently, yeah, he's a hot rod like uh, Lincoln Continental in it. Okay, I remember, I remember the previews for it. It's like a '65 Continental. And then they they do this whole car chase between a CTSV and uh, a Corvette, a C6, like Z06. No, I haven't seen it. And um, it. what was it called again? Hit and Run. Hit and Run. No, it's a really really. I think it was on Netflix. And it I was. Didn't, and I didn't it's watch not it on anymore. It looked, uh, like the the movie poster looked cheesy. It does look cheesy, and it's kind of a goofy movie. But it's just a fun movie, like just turn your brain off action movie. So don't go into it expecting cinematic masterpiece. No, it has some like funny parts and like. Mm. Well, all I know is that I I kind of want to watch Baby Driver now. I kind of want to watch Chips now because like when I was in. Oh, I definitely want to see Chips. Yeah, like when I, I was. I think in, I've like... seen every episode of Chips on right. in syndication because they used to be on at like three in the afternoon. Yes, got home from school on TNT. Yes. So I used to watch that show all the time. And I know the movie is not anything like a TV show. It's a lot more campy. It's kind of like what they did in 21 Jump Street. They Which made, is awesome. Right. They made, the movie, they made a funny movie off of a TV show that was kind of like a campy, halfway serious TV show. So I, I'm excited about that. So those are both going to be good car chase movies this summer. They're just like self-aware. Well, Chips, I think, is already out. So. Oh, is it already out? Yeah. That shows how up I am on yeah. pop culture. <laughs> but speaking of WX things, have you seen... Uh, so Subaru and Mark Higgins, the rally driver who did the time attack run on yes. Isle of Man, yes. has been teasing out photos. They took a WRX, a current gen one, yep, put WRC studded tires on it, reinforced the bumpers with skids. Which if you see the after effect did nothing. <laughs> yeah, well they did because they didn't totally lose control. So and they ran it down a bobsled in Austria. Right, track. which is no video yet, which is the most aggravating thing ever. Yeah, they're like, we're... <laughs> and I really just want to see the video. Yeah, I'm actually excited about that car stunt video. Yeah, that looks really cool. Because I think... It, they they made house the car. <laughs> well, they made it sound like they went up and down it. Oh, did they go up it too? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That explains the set of tires. Yeah. 
I guess they need them for turning and whatnot. Actually, yeah. they wouldn't need them because it's got those WRC like one fifty five. Oh, they're even that wide. No, they're really they're, they're, they're really narrow with the big giant studs in them. And I guess it's like the oldest and only remaining bobsled track that has natural ice or something. Okay. I like, didn't know that was like, even a thing. I guess other bobsled tracks, are they refrigerate them like a hockey rink. Okay. So, I don't know. And I it, had no idea. I didn't realize the bobsled track was it. that wide. I don't think it is. That's why they had to reinforce the sides of the car. Yeah, they use like D-tubing and then it like comes out from the four corners and has skids. Yeah, where, I, the, where I was reading about it, I don't remember where it was, but they were like... Showing pictures of it, and it would say, "This is pretty much like demolition derby setup. <laughs> like you yeah. do a demo derby car and make it yeah. okay." So it, it's very it's, cool. It's kind of insane. To, can't wait to watch it. So, and then speaking of other insane things, the end of WRC Mexico. Oh, the parking lot. The very last stage. Yeah, Chris Miki is driving uh, the uh, Citroen, and he goes mm-hmm. off the road. And bounces off a spectator car, and then you gotta watch the. You can just Google the video. It's it's all over the place. The in car and the uh, outside the car. I think the helicopter cam is the coolest one to watch because the fact that he threads it between all those parked cars without ever like lifting is ridiculous. (laughs) And then gets back on the road and and then finishes. And apparently didn't lose enough time to make a difference. He still won. Right. The coolest thing though is when you see him first go off, he tags the back of that Passat. Yeah. And then it cuts to like the uh, the team control, and all of them put their hands yeah, in the like, air. Ah! You see them all very upset by it, and then they just drive off. Yeah. So that, that was, was pretty crazy. That was very cool. And then the guy who got his car got hit was like using his 15 minutes of fame to put pictures of his car up. Yeah. He put uh, what he put Meek was here on yeah. the trunk, trunk lift of the car or something. That was pretty cool. And then uh, did you see the end of the NASCAR race? I did not. I saw the. I didn't see know, the end of the it either. Of it. I, I, was, I was currently in my rush home before the snowstorm. Oh, that's right, right. So, yeah, I just kind of had it on the background. Like, I had some family over for dinner on Sunday, and it was just kind of playing. And then, the, like, the last part, like, I didn't see. We switched over to the news, and then come to find out there was, like, a big fight or something. And yeah, it was a Joey Logano. And, uh, yeah, I can't even remember who, who spun. Did I write that down? Uh, Kyle Busch. Yeah, Kyle Busch spun. Joey Logano spun out Kyle Busch. I think that's what happened. And it was amazing because he spun him out and he didn't touch the wall at yeah. all. But, but he I, lost his finishing position. I guess uh, Eminem's is pretty pissed at uh, um, uh, Joey Logano because he's the sponsor <laughs> he of him. should have had a Snickers or something. Uh, I don't know, but no, they're, they're, they're pretty pissed at <laughs> him for doing angry. that. They're not, they're not happy with his uh, with their their brand being shown fist fighting in pit lane. But guess what? It's NASCAR. That used to be commonplace. It, apparently it still is. Yeah, like it's not commonplace in the in the big, you know, top of the league now, but it still is like Saturday night dirt tracks, I'm sure. It's just kind of weird. <laughs> like... We kind of did this thing in a weird uh weird order today. We got some did some topics and uh we skipped over our typical uh yeah. corrections and omissions from last week, week before. Uh, we do have one. Yeah. What was it? Um motorcycles. Yeah. On the left-hand drive, right-hand drive episode. Yeah, um, I was mistaken in saying that the hand controls were also switched for the braking clutch. They are not. It's just the foot controls for the shifter and the brake. That's kind of what I thought. Yeah. But... So only the foot controls swapped, but that's it. So which would be really when annoying. We are wrong, and people tell us we will tell you we were wrong. Which would be really annoying if you forgot and you went to grab first and you just slammed down the rear brake. Exactly. Or like what my father was talking about was one other one that was different. My father is the one who corrected me because yeah. he's a big motorcycle guy. Um, he was once riding a Whizzer, 
which is basically a bicycle with an engine on it. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that that was the hardest thing he's ever had to ride with different controls because the throttle was backwards. So that twist away, twist away from you to accelerate and pull towards you to slow down. So he was riding it in a parking lot of this restaurant on Route 1 where his friend had brought it to show it to him. And like he's riding towards Route 1. He's like, oh, this is cool. And he goes to slow down, and he accelerated towards Route 1 oh. and almost was murdered by a bunch of traffic going well, by. Well, I guess it's the opposite of, like, every kid you put on a dirt bike for the first time, and then they, you know, they, they like, you got to pull backwards. But if you pull backwards too much, you go up. So then you just pull more, and you just, yeah, like, wheelie true. over yourself. That's true. It's like my first time <laughs> on a quad, and I hit the thumb throttle, and... Flipped I was over. Not expecting what was going to happen. And yeah, it it's was like classic. Right up on the back. It's just like a classic thing. Yeah, I don't know how I didn't lose my legs because my pant legs got caught in the rear wheels and I got like dragged backwards <laughs> and somehow I came off the throttle and went back down the ground. But so. I was about 13, I think. <laughs> uh, project car updates. What do you got, Andrew? Uh, not too much. I did the front brakes on my dad's Outlander because it had 55,000 miles on it. Or it has 55,000 miles on it, and yeah, the time. front brakes are original. That's it? It's like a 2009, 2010? 2010. Yeah. It doesn't get driven that much. No, I guess not. But that's pretty good. Original brakes, 55,000 miles. Yeah, no, they really had like, uh, you know, like two and millimeters. And the rear brakes left. are still originals? No, I did the rear brakes earlier in the summer. Okay. For some reason, that generation Outlanders goes through rear brakes first. Don't know why. Well, a lot of cars do just because they don't have as much meat on the brakes in the rear. Yeah, well, whatever. I went and got OEM stuff. Put it back in. Yep. Went 100% fine. No drama, as it should, because it's a car that's only seven years old. So not good for the podcast, but good for your... I just felt like... I, I actually just kind of <laughs> felt like I wanted to turn some wrenches, because I was bored. Yep. And it was just a nice thing. It just took me like an hour and a half. Well, next time you're bored, you can call me. I can give you one of my cars. I've told you that. I know. You just I have know. to have the parts. Oh, that's the thing. I don't have any parts, because I'm always broke. Yeah. So there you go. Don't start your own business. You never have any money anymore. Yeah. So yeah. I have not done any project car updates. Um, I've just been I got my my D update. I smashed the windshield of my truck, scraping ice off of it. That's that was this morning, right? Yeah, that was this morning. Was lovely, lovely. Somehow day. hit the harmonics of it and it just cracked the windshield. It was really cold out. It was had ice frozen to it, and I had the heat on in the truck. I'm sure it's something to do with it trying to defrost the windshield and. I just I had a lot of it scraped off, and I hit the edge of the ice, and it it just sh- it looks like it looks like I took a baseball bat to the windshield. Oh just, really? Oh, it, it, I didn't it, even look at it. Oh yeah, it just it spiderwebbed. It's horrible. So I got an appointment to get a new windshield on Friday. I didn't get to see it earlier because when I took the dog out and I was coming back up the driveway, I jammed my foot into a piece of ice. Oops, which sick. is kind of what happened to shatter my windshield. Yeah. Jammed the yeah, so I may, I, my toe still hurts, so maybe I shattered my toe. I don't know. But uh, I'll have uh, uh, our friends at uh, New Angle Autoglass and Lynn. They're going to uh, put a new windshield in, in for me on Friday. So, Oh, so I went to check on uh, – my work was actually closed yesterday because of the snowstorm, so I was home. Nice. So I was like, oh, I better check on the Montero ad in Craigslist because I haven't gotten any action on it mm-hmm. at all. Not even yeah, like, usually get not even like ridiculous yeah, low walls. Yeah, or those guys that say, hey, we have a market for your car yeah. in our area. Yeah. So I go, and it's like, your ad has been flagged for removal. I was like, what? Why? That's weird. There's nothing wrong about it. Like, I'm not selling anything illegal. A Pornhub logo on the side of it? No. <laughs> no, it does not. And uh, I'm like, all right, whatever. That's annoying. So I reposted it, and then in a matter of hours, it was flagged again for removal for yeah, some I know. weird reason. Yeah, I know. I noticed reason. that. I don't understand why. 
because I don't know, maybe because it was literate and had yeah, clear just... <laughs> clear pictures. Maybe I need to put my thumb over the plate. We should just redo it, and then we'll just misspell things on purpose and hope for the best. Yeah, because I don't know. It didn't. It didn't meet uh, Craigslist worst practices standards. It is weird. I don't understand why it would be because it's not like there's a, like my first thought was, hey, is there another early Montero on? Craigslist for sale, and somebody's like, "Oh, I want my only mind to the only one on there, so I'm going to flag this every time," which would be an asshole thing to do. I never thought that of that would be a thing, but apparently people do that, right? Because people are not nice. Yeah, that's basically how it works. But no, there are no other first gens on yeah, the Boston and Craigslist. They're all being taken off by somebody, <laughs> unless somebody just thinks that that the ad is too nice and that it's fake. I don't know, or maybe somebody thinks that because the pictures are nice at the dealer, and it's not just you selling your truck. And you have it flagged as by owner, and it's, you know, you're a dealer. I, I don't know. There's a I lot think of... I might put it back up and put, like, do not flag this, please. Email me. Which you always questions. read. Yeah. And then you're like, why would you put that? Because obviously it's not going to stop you from flagging it. But no, this is, maybe it's a thing now. Yeah, who has the time to just, because it's not like, I don't think Craigslist moderates it, really. Well, no, because you send them, you they say, you know, flag for removal. You send it to them, and they send you a post back. Because I've flagged things before. Because they are blatantly wrong. Like, a guy tried to pull a scam. I'd email the guy about a car and email me back, like, oh, I'm overseas. You send me a check for half. I send you a couple oh, back. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. all right, I'm going to flag that just because, you know, get it off of here because it's annoying. Yeah. So I've done that before. But and it's they, not like. They email you back saying, hey, we've, you know, updated your your request and we've taken down that post. And it's not like I've posted it in multiple places around the country either. No, just the Because one... some people do do that. Yeah. And it's kind of annoying. Oh, all the time. Like, there's a um, a Delica van for sale on Boston Craigslist right now. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's cool. And I looked at it. It's in, like, Philadelphia. Yeah. I was like, that's annoying. I don't know if I'm going to buy it, but it just, I thought it was cool that it was no, here, I've, but it's not. It, no, it's in this market. and No, so it's just yeah, generally it's very annoying. Uh, I haven't done anything to plastic cars, model cars at all. I haven't touched them. No. But there is the model show Sunday, which we're going to go to. Which is in Taunton. Taunton, the RTS Expo. Yes, I'm excited for that because we haven't been in a couple that years. Is it the Marriott in Taunton? Is it the Marriott? I don't remember. That's yep. Miles Stanish Boulevard. I remember that. Now, do you have Do you have Facebook handy? I do. Because you can just say you can just I have read. a computer in front of me. I have everything handy. You can just read the uh, uh, flyer. So I could actually. I'll... So Brad is navigating to I the. Am. He's clicking. And uh, moving the mouse around. Thank you for the and the. Hold on, I have a friend request. I can look at that. First oh instead. no, no, don't look at your notifications. Uh, let's see, Sunday, March nineteenth, two thousand seventeen, uh, Holiday Inn, Taunton. Holiday Inn in Taunton. So yeah, if you're definitely not the Marriott. No, nope. <laughs> it's a fancy Holiday Inn if it's a Holiday Inn, but no. So if you're in New England, Southern New England, and you want to see a model show and hang out with all the cool it's really model people, cold, <laughs> cool model people. Uh, it's really cold and crappy out. That's the only way to see some car stuff. And so. I mean, they do have a lot of. They have a good flea market area with a lot of neat collectibles. Yeah. So and good... it's not always just model car stuff. A lot of diecast stuff for sale yes. there. And yep. Slot car stuff. Yeah. Um, not real car stuff, but whatever you're into as far as car stuff, it's not really. No. And there are some cars. really nice Old models magazines. to look at. And it is kid friendly. Usually they have stuff for kids to do. Yeah. Well, they have a uh, Hot Wheels racetrack set up. Oh, that's right. You told yeah. me they're doing that. Yeah. So that'll be cool for the kids. Yeah. They have a coloring contest for kids. Yeah. And actually, if you bring your kid there, um, usually they have a free um, make or take, make, make it and take it model kit session where you go yeah. in and you build a snap type model with your yeah. kid and you get to take it home with you. 
and it's nice too because the, by somebody and free so it's a good the place way they set up the tables in the ballroom they put these little extensions so they're just their basic banquet table but then they extend them up so they're up tall yeah they're like at almost like mid chest height you see them bending over to look at these stupid little cars yep and the lighting's usually pretty good so that's you can see everything and yeah no it's it's a it's it's a if it's something you've never seen before, it's definitely interesting to see. It's only like five bucks or something, right? Yeah, it's cheap to get in. It's less than ten dollars. I don't remember how much it is, but it's it's worth it to see something different. Bring some cash, buy yeah. some model kits that you'll never build, or you will <laughs> if you listen to us and we encourage you to. Yeah, we've had a lot of people who have emailed us and said, "Hey, we're building models again." Yeah, so I'm 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 proud of that. Fact. I do have some sitting over here on the shelf next to us that I bought there like ten years ago and haven't touched yet. But. I think most of both of our model car collections come from those shows because we used to go there. We'd be like a hundred bucks and come home with like fifteen. Well, models. we were buying <laughs> all the Japanese stuff before it was really popular, right? So and you get it didn't know really it really cheap, yeah. yeah, five ten bucks a model there, forty so. fifty bucks now. Unfortunately, those deals are pretty much gone. Um, make sure we get there early. So we yeah, we gotta get there super early because we, we have really miss out on that stuff. I mean. We know them, and we're friendly with them, but they usually get there before us. Yes, so they buy things. Yes. And I can't blame them, because I no. don't want to do it to them. <laughs> no. Yeah. Hey, first, hey one, early, early bird gets the worm. I can think That's... of one specific model car buyer who will buy everything before we get there. And he'll do a really good job building it, though, so maybe he should keep them. But yes. Regardless. See you there, D. Yes. <laughs> What's his Instagram? Uh, it's like 508 Barracuda or something. Uh but yeah, it's the it's the it's the Spanish word for the Puerto Rican word that you borcua boricua. I don't know how they pronounce it. Again, Carlos Goshen boricua. Yeah, five oh eight boricua. B o r i c u a. Yeah. Whoa, he's got almost forty four hundred followers. All right, we don't need to we don't need to push his <laughs> Instagram page anymore. Then he's got no. But if you're followers. if you're into scale stuff. You should check out his Instagram page. Yeah, he built some amazing <laughs> stuff. Yeah, it's fi- it's five o eight b o r i c u a, which is like is the it... like the term that people who are Puerto Rican descent call themselves as like a term of endearment. I don't know what it means. I'm sure somebody no. can tell. But us. he's a talented builder, so he's an amazing builder. Yeah, yeah. he's actually working on an RX three kit right now. That's yep. really cool. Mm-hmm. So he's he he does very um, uh, very auto off topic vintage Japanese car yep. stuff. So, as well as some stance stuff, but we can't hate him for that. So it's a model car. Yeah, it's. Right. I feel like 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 if anything, you're gonna stance just stance a model car. Yeah, because you can't drive it. Anyway. You can't drive it anyways. Yeah. <laughs> you might as well make it look really cool. Right. Because it's just gonna sit in your shelf. Yeah, it doesn't but, matter if you make it unusable. It's not usable to begin with. Uh, if, if you go to his um, Instagram page, there's a lot of yeah. other builders that you'll you'll find from there. Yep. And you'll get sucked into the world of 124 scale model cars even more so by seeing some of this stuff because it's absolutely ridiculous. Yes. So I don't even know if he listens to the show or not. He may, he may not. But hey, we should give him a good plug for his Instagram page. So. Oh, I forgot one thing. I had it. They're sitting right in front of me. I did get my um, uh, stainless steel lines for my Talon. Your brake lines? My brake lines. Most excellent. And then uh, the other stuff. Uh, my radiator is supposed to show up tomorrow for it. I got a, a Koyo radiator, aluminum one. Koyo rad. Koyo rad. Very good. And yeah, they're actually, I, they're, they're sponsors, I think, of uh, Japanese nostalgic car, too, aren't they? I think so. Yeah, that's, that's part good. of the reason why I looked at their stuff. Yeah. Because uh, I've had some issues. Support those that support us. Yeah. We've had some issues with some Mishimoto stuff, so we don't recommend buying I that. would not. I would never buy Mishimoto stuff just because of the 
the if it was the only option available, I would have something maybe. custom made. No, yeah. I'd have oh, something custom yeah. made. Yeah. Exactly. We'd figure out some other way to do it because I we would not have had good luck with their stuff. No. On a couple of occasions. Uh, what else did I get for that? So I'm actually excited to see the Koyo Rad because I've wanted one for a while. I wanted one for a Starion for a while because Starions would run hot. Um, but I don't know if they make it or not. So I should have that. Yeah, I think they do. Yeah, I think they do too. Oh my gosh, I can't remember what else I... I ordered for that car. Well, you got the rear subframe we talked about last week. Yep. So you got the sway bar going in. Uh, you got front bushings for it, too, now? Yeah, I already had those in the car. Okay. Oh, oh, I ordered from uh, HPS. They make uh, really nice silicone hoses. Okay. Unlike Mishimoto. <laughs> Hopefully nobody that works for Mishimoto is listening to our podcast. Whatever. Make your stuff better. That's true, too. And also make sure when you make your stuff, you, it, supply, you supply the correct size hose clamps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is uh, this is all from installing the, you'd think on like Jordan's STI, a very, very common car, the, the, in, the, intake, the yeah. intake was almost impossible to install. Yeah, it was dumb. It was, it was so stupid. And we're not like, I'm not going to sit here and say that we're the best mechanics in the world, but we have a general idea of what we're doing. And... We couldn't do it without taking half the goddamn car apart. No, just so don't. I, I don't. I'm pretty sure it was not our fault. But I've used H- HPS silicone uh, hoses before. In fact, a lot of the Galant's uh, intake tubes are is connected with those. So I was happy with the quality of them. And they have a radiator hose set that I bought because while you're doing the radiator, you might as well put new hoses in. Yeah, you might as well. And Stupid not to actually. For the time being, I'm just going to use the original radiator fan because it's working just fine mm-hmm. um eventually i'll probably buy a, an actual spall fan mm-hmm. not a generic ebay thing but maybe i'll buy a generic ebay one i really i'm having a hard time justifying fans on ebay whether you get a chinese one or you get like an actual brand branded well, spall one that's just worrying about the motor dying in the middle of nowhere that's about it yeah i guess and then i found uh so I had those four Montero wheels shipped from Japan. Yep. And Bai still hasn't like come up with like a solution for shipping them properly. The other four that were that I bought, they're just like in limbo, like Bai limbo. Mm-hmm. So I was like, whatever. I went on eBay and I found a single wheel. Oh, cool. For forty dollars. Oh, nice. So now I have five. So you can tell uh, Bai to keep their wheels and yeah, throw I think that's what I'm probably gonna do. And uh, then I'm just going to. to yeah, they probably resell them or something. Yeah. Or they'll make you buy them. So now, fine too. No, I already, I already own them. Why don't I say all they make you ship them? I actually, yeah, you already paid for them, right? Yeah, they're mine. They just haven't been shipped yet, so they don't lose anything. No. Oh, so they don't, they won't care. No, no. In fact, that's one of the options is like dispose of package. Okay. If you don't want to have them ship it, right. which is kind of sad, but uh, whatever. You, it's a hundred bucks. Yeah. Whatever it was, two hundred bucks. Yeah. It's the end. Of the, it's not the end of the world. It's just an annoyance. No. So I'm still waiting. Uh, the truck is in somewhere. Somewhere in limbo. Your wheels are in Bai limbo. Your truck is in shipping limbo. Yep. Which I'm upset that I couldn't get it for you because we'd know exactly where it was all the yeah. time and it'd be probably taken care of. It yeah. just didn't make sense the time to do it. Now, yeah. I probably could go get it. Yeah. But now it's too late. Yeah. So Somewhere. Yeah. So hopefully it shows up soon. It was supposed to, It's supposed to be this week. Uh, I ordered a... It depends on where they were when the storm hit, too. Yeah. Tie it up a couple days. Yeah, a couple things to do to it. Uh, make sure it's all set, and then I'll order new tires okay. and wheels. No new wheels. You have wheels. Oh, yeah. I'll order new tires and put yeah. them on the yeah. wheels. <laughs> Eight wheels later. Yeah. What? So, 
in the truck yet, and I've ordered 16 wheels for the truck. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, that should be fun. I was kind of I was looking forward to doing that, and yeah, 100. percent Hopefully, it gets here. Maybe who knows? But anyway, I wanted to talk about something that I find really odd. Yeah, it's probably a pretty quick little topic tonight. Yeah, just I don't know. It's kind of like mysterious to me. I kind of think I know why it works this way. Based on a little bit of research that you've done? A little bit of research is you've probably seen them because you're into cars and you're listening to the show. Yep. And they probably come up as like a sponsored ad on your Facebook page. Or something that somebody who you know shares. Shares to groups. really a car person and sees it as like, oh, man, you can't wait to see this. Yeah. And it's like, so it's fake car news sites. and Fake, fake news. Very bad. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. Well, it. It is something that exists. No, hundred percent. And this is more. This isn't exactly the, you know the fake news we're talking about. This is an ad, or not even an ad, but like a story made up by a car blog that says, "Hey, have you seen the new El Camino?" But they're like not. They're these weird car blogs that aren't like. They're not like a Jalopnik. They're not an automotive news. They're not a road and track. They're no, they're just a, an ad-driven car blog. Yeah, and like they're just the strangest thing. So you've probably seen it. It's like new 2017 El Camino, and you're like, what? Yeah, and you look at it, it's a doctorate picture of a Camaro. Or the new Escalade, and it's just like an old Escalade with like a body kit on it and well, weird paint. My favorite one that is, is after we started talking about this yesterday in preparation for the show. The Bronco? The Bronco that's everywhere that everybody thinks that they're getting? Like, no, that is not the Bronco you're getting. No, 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 no. Well, not the, well the, actually, the most recent one of the Bronco is supposedly more true. But the Bronco before that was yeah, but not. it's not the the Bronco rendering that went around. It's been no, going around for years. It's a little different than that. Um, but my favorite one just happened last night. I found was it was like oh new 2017 Chevelle, and it was literally just a picture of a 69 Chevelle with like pro touring wheels on it. It wasn't even like a doctored photo to make it look modern. What was, what and it was chrome the... bumpers and everything. I was like, what are we talking about? But what here? was the picture? It was like muscle car blog or something I weird. Even, I don't even remember. I didn't save it for that particular. It's reason. in the it's in the G chat. And then you have like, um, you'll have ones where it's like new Firebird, and you're like, that's clearly a... yeah, they don't even make Pontiac anymore. You no, assholes. it's like a clear, it's clearly a current gen Camaro with a yeah. Firebird body kit that people have done, and a fire a chicken on the hood. Yeah, yeah. So I don't understand why they exist the way they exist, why people fall for them, but they do. People are dumb. Uh, it was from Muscle Cars USA's Facebook page. It says 2017 Chevy Chevelle, release date, specifications, and price. And it's literally just a picture of a candy apple red colored 69 Chevelle with pro touring wheels. And it's not even – and somebody shared it who I'm not friends with and tagged somebody who I am friends with in the picture. So I saw it. I, neither one of them are car people. So it's just kind of weird. And I'm. it says – I don't understand it. And, like, one person liked it and has, like, the wow emoticon face. And then one other person shared it. And I'm like, how does this even a thing? So I didn't, never clicked on it. I probably shouldn't because I want to give them clicks. So uh, I actually so found. I should based on research. Well, I actually found last. There was an article last week in Automotive News uh, about Facebook-sponsored ads showing okay. fake or concept cars. And so this is from the article. It said, sponsored posts and ads on Facebook have surfaced touting new, in quotation marks, vehicles such as the Dodge Charger and Cadillac Escalade with altered or misleading images. 
and some posts feature a concept vehicle or more futuristic design of a current model, while others show fake vehicles. Okay. What's up, Enzo? Which is, which is what I'm showing, is that it's a clearly a... Not a new car. No. It's a picture of an old car. It's like, hey, this is the new 2017 Chevelle. It's like, wait a second. So I just actually, you know, I went to Muscle Cars USA's page just now yeah. and typed in 2017 uh, Chevelle SS. Um, and there's another one <laughs> that comes up, which I, which is horrible. It's basically a picture of a, I don't know what it was, but it has Chevy Aveo headlights. Um, and like a Nissan GTR, the Chevelle grill. Coupe. Yeah. So somebody is just spending a lot of time making Photoshop renderings, but they're not even half good. Like it, it's they don't have to be half good. It, it looks like it's it's like a it, it, the, what's the Cadillac fastback coupe thing? Oh, that the CTS uh, coupe. Yeah, it is. It's yeah, basically yeah. it's a, a CTS coupe. It's been photoshopped with Chevy Aveo headlights. Those are clearly Aveo headlights. The ones that look like they're supposed to have plastic lenses yes. over them, but don't. Yep. Um, and like a GTR style grill. So somebody spent all that time about to make this to 2017. And then there's an article about it, which is credited to the writer admin. Oh, admin. Which is, which is another lovely, lovely thing. Can't even get a pseudonym, just admin. Admin. And it just has tons and tons and tons of information that's completely, completely fake. What's the information? Well, I mean, I, I'm almost reading the whole thing. No, no. What's like the what's Chevelle the SS will have a 3.3 liter V6, which obviously isn't going to happen with 294 horsepower. Um, oh, this is a good one. The manufacturer will apply a 2.2.0 liter inline four turbo drive engine under the hood of the 2017 Chevelle. So it's going to be turbo drive. So did somebody just copy like new Camaro specs? Because don't they have? Can, it's not called turbo drive. I know, but aren't they? Aren't the new Camaros going to have an optional four cylinder turbo? Oh yeah, the base, the base, the base motor is going to be the four cylinder. And they're are they skipping the six? No, they're keeping a six cylinder. I thought they were going to do a four and an eight and no, skip the six. They're still doing the six right now, I think. But or is that Mustang that's going to do that? Maybe skip Mustang is skipping the six because the Camaro definitely is. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's 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 just <laughs> the popularity of the 2017 Chevelle SS will make a big action in the global auto market. So these aren't these are non English speaking people who are making these. I don't know. I can't tell. It's a lot of effort to get people to click on this website. Okay, but here's the same thing though. Is this is same... it filled with ads? No, not really. I mean, it's got an ad, t- two ads in the middle. Uh, it's a bunch of ads, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, all these ads, for their, all all these ads are for their own stuff. Weird. Like now, that was a six, that was a seventeen Chevelle, right? This is the same website that has the one that's the old car. Yeah. And now I'm reading this list about this 2017 Chevelle on the same website that just told me that other information about the 2017 Chevelle. This one says, despite the body on frame, huge engine, and a wheelbase of 900 millimeters, the curb weight well, of... go millimeters. I don't know. Uh... The curb weight of the SS is only fourteen hundred and eighty-two kilograms, which is like two thousand pounds. It's weird. Um, and this one here has a LS six. Hmm. So the other one is a a turbo drive four and a six cylinder, but this particular one has an LS six, 
The SS LS6 version is distinguished by a special inlet on the hood that is opened the moment the driver puts his foot on the gas, causing the engine to receive additional air. Cowl induction. Now, that was what the 70 Chevelle had, was the cowl <laughs> flap on the top of the hood that was vacuum operated, that when you stepped in the gas, the cowl flap opened. The 2017 Chevelle, which doesn't exist, obviously wouldn't have that. So, it's just, that's the same website touting two completely different cars, both as the 2017 Chevelle. So, I, I don't know what they're getting out of this. This is also written by admin. That was written on March 8th, 2017, and the other one was written on March 15th, 2017. So apparently they forgot everything in between the two and just wrote two totally different stories. Like today, yeah. <laughs> on Jesus. the same thing. That's so weird. That <laughs> so doesn't make any sense. But now I've given these guys way too many too many clicks. And, no. Uh, no. So basically in I that article, what Automotive News found was that some of these linked back to dealerships, actually, paying an advertising agency to run targeted ads on Facebook. Okay. But what is that? How does that benefit dealer if you're showing cars you can never buy? That's what they, they like. Automotive News couldn't like, figure out. They're like, why? As a car buyer, even if I know nothing about cars, yeah, okay, and I get an ad that says, "Oh, check out the new 2017 like, cool. Chevelle." Like, oh, you, that's pretty sweet. I'm going to find dealers. out some more information on this car. You find out it's not real. I'm not even going to the dealership. I'm going to go like on you know cars.com or Auto Trader or whatever. I'd be like, oh, this car doesn't exist. Yeah, and we're joking about the El Camino, but the next one down in the list is the 2018 El Camino, which is a Chevy Cobalt nose with a. It's not even like a Holden. No, it's a Chevy Cobalt nose. It's yeah. just it's a lot of work somebody's putting into this, and it doesn't make it. Yeah, two thousand brand new 2018 GTO. Like, no, they don't even make Pontiacs anymore, guys. Like, who's falling for this? I don't know why, it, but uh, I mean we've it is has become difficult to make something organically popular on, on Facebook. Thanks to Facebook's own, uh, I think we've touched on this in the show before. Like, well, you want you need they want you to pay for something. I mean that's how they make money because which, otherwise the service is free, which makes sense. So they they want people to pay for advertising. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at this thing now, and this is horrible podcast information here. But here's the new 2018 GTO. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. You're going to see the 2017 GTO, which is the next story down. Okay. There's the 2017 GTO. It's which a... is clearly a totally different car. <laughs> it's just like clearly bad Photoshop. So it doesn't even make any sense. It, it's got to be just some reason somebody wants clicks. Like, it's just an easy way to get clicks to a website. Yeah, and I just gave them to them, so. Yeah. What am I going to do? And I mean, the, the rest of the, all the other stuff is just pictures of muscle cars that are stolen from the internet and put up there, which I hate the, you know, stolen that's picture the aggregate sites. other thing that drives me crazy is a site that just reposts stuff. Tag the owner. Tag the photographer. No, do your work and post something better, please. Or post, like, original content. Yeah. Like a... Okay, so there's a couple... There's a couple sites that have posted my stuff, but they've asked me to post it. I said, yes, you can repost that. That's the important part. And I don't mind if somebody, if if there's a website out there that is based on other people's photography, as long as they're 100% upfront about it, and they credit it up front, and they tell you about it and ask you for it, it's totally fine. When they put some picture up there and they just say, tag the photographer, tag the owner, that's frustrating to me. Yeah, so those... Now we're being uh, grumpy, grumpy men on the internet. Well, again. I mean, but we're, we're, here, the, here, here we are as content providers now, which yes. is you know you've been a photographer for a long time. 
uh, and you've done a lot of motorsports photography, and you've, you know, I won't say you've tried to make a buck with it, but you'd like to make a buck with it. Yeah. But it's difficult to do it. I mean, your pic- your motorsport pictures aren't horrible. They're very good. They're just as on par with anybody with, with some of the better ones out there. But the problem is there's so much stuff and so much theft that it's impossible to do anything with it. Well, it doesn't – I don't like uh, – to me, Instagram is probably my favorite social media. We've touched on this before. But it's also the biggest offender of this. It is, but there is a lot of really good original content on there. Yep. And I like finding those people and following them. And I specifically do not follow accounts that repost things. Yeah, just the aggregate trying to, you know, like for like kind of kind of accounts. Yeah, but then they, they just find pictures from the internet and just repost them. Yeah. That drives me insane. Right. I hate seeing that stuff. Because there's no effort behind it. And the it. same thing on Facebook, it drives me insane too. Now, what I don't understand though is, like, you know, we have an auto off topic Instagram page. I have a vintage imports of New England Instagram page. It clearly helps with advertising. We'll have to be very active. We don't have pictures every day either. Well, we have to try to do that. That's our own fault. Yeah. We should be more active on them. Yeah. Um, it's just hard to – it's hard, hard to, to do that every day. It's hard to have original content. having content that's questionable. Like we talked about a, a certain uh, family member of one of ours is involved with a business that will remain nameless at the moment because we're going to make fun of them. And their Instagram page is horrible because the person in charge of it just takes pictures that he thinks – everybody's going to like and puts like weird phrases on top of them. Oh, right. And you know, he, he put a picture of his desk one time and I was like, Oh, flu season's here and picture of the medicine on his desk. Like that's nothing to do with your business. Yeah. It's not a good picture. Nobody cares. Post it on your personal account. It's fine. Don't put it on your business. Page. We'll see. Yeah. That's the problem. You want to have really good content and you need to have constant content. Yeah. Which is a hard balance. It's very hard. And that's why people steal stuff. From the internet and repost things. Yeah, I guess. Because they're lazy and they can't do it. Now, I do have one caveat to this whole story. What's that? If it's vintage photography, it's different. If you're posting vintage stuff from whether it even be just stuff stolen off the internet, I'm okay with it. Maybe. Well, think of um, old advertisements. and. All right. Those are kind of fun. Yeah, exactly. I'm okay with that. It's different. Because you're still going through the effort of having some kind of a cohesive theme. I think. Yeah, I guess you're more curating that. I guess. But you could be curating <laughs> stuff that you're stealing. You could make that argument. <laughs> this went in an interesting direction. It did. We're way off topic again. But again, that is the name of our, our show. It's our prerogative. Yeah. But Speaking of our prerogative, I apologize for yelling at everybody last week for my <laughs> social media rant. <laughs> because You're not using it correctly. <laughs> I was a little salty at the time, but I'm over it now. Speaking so. of cool social media things, uh, we were made aware of the uh, Radwood show today. Which is absolutely amazing on June 3rd, I think it is. Yes, in San Francisco. Stinks, so it's the, everything awesome is in California. And it's uh, part of the D- the DWA guys, Clutch Kick guys, and Camden Tub Podcast guys. Yep. They've all teamed up. For to, Radwood. To create Radwood. So it's a 80s and 90s themed event. In the spirit of Goodwood. Right. Goodwood is, uh, you know, pre-war through the 60s. Yeah. And it's period dress, and it's very kind of hoity-toity and, and, and kind of stuffy in England. Um, I don't know if it's hoity-toity and stuffy. It looks it in the pictures. It's probably not. It looks it in the pictures because everybody's dressed really nicely. Yeah, I, guess, I guess you're right. They're not wearing sweatpants around. I guess you're right. But this is in the same, in the same vein, except it's, uh, was it 80 through 99 or 79 through 99 or something like 80 that? 80 through cars. 99. So 80 through 99. So yeah. it's cars modifications 
and period dress and music, I'm assuming as well. Yeah. Um, from that from that era, which is our era, so it's yeah. awesome. And like every car that we own, pretty much would be comfortable and fitting oh, yeah. in there. Oh yeah. Except for my '70s Colts, which if I threw on some '80s wheels and some you know splash graphics on the side, <laughs> would be allowed in. So there you go. I really wish. I really, really, really wish the Starian was closer to being done. Yeah. And we had the time to go out there with it because that would be the car. Because I can imagine both of us, you know, rolling up in an '83 Starian or '84 Starian just. Well, full track suit. If, I, if I can figure out a way to get there with like the Gallant or even the Talon, if that's ready, not by June third, man. It's well, too close. The Gallant's drive. The, the Gallant could drive. It's well. It's, if we can figure out a way to make it happen, we do have a trailer we can bring it out there with too. It's true, but so. either way, that car is is fine and, and runs just fine. So it'd be ready to go. Yeah, I'm uh I'm, I'm really upset that it's so close and it's so far away. But for any of our listeners that live in California, yes, anywhere near you should San Francisco, go see it. please go check out Radwood. I mean, I, there I'm is gonna... a Facebook page for it. I believe it's a it must be a public event. Oh yeah, I'm sure it is. So you can look it, it up. It's not an invite only. In, in fact, I I wanted uh, I will repost it because I tried to I when I saw it, I was on my phone. Now, see, there's non-original content that's okay to repost because no, we're I'm promoting sh- something. I won't repost it. I'm sharing it. Correct. That is different. Yeah, we're, we're, I, we're I will we're share that promoting on our page. it for yes. our friends at Camden Tub and for their friends. Probably by the time you hear this, you will see it shared on the page. So yeah. Um, that's pretty and much that looks like it's totally yeah. gonna be worth going yeah. to. I'm really, I'm really stoked on even just seeing pictures from that. So again, as we wrap this up, you can find us on uh, Auto Off Topic podcast on Facebook, Auto Off Topic on Instagram. You can follow me, Race and Anger, on Instagram. Uh, if you want to email me and uh, send me hate mail, that can be autooftopic at gmail dot com. You won't check it though, so I won't check it. Actually, I had it open yesterday. There's nothing in there, so okay, good. it's very quiet, which is fine. Uh, and how about you? Where do we find you and your business? My business is Vintage Imports of NE on Facebook and on Instagram. Yes. Uh, and my personal Instagram that Andrew consistently makes fun of, so I try to shut him down by making fun of it ahead of time, uh, which is too hard to change, I've noticed, by the way. It's not that it's too hard to change. Just all of my it, stuff is under that name. It's not really that funny. It's just funny listening it's to funny it. It's funny to you because I have to say it out loud, and it's yeah. long and drawn out, and yeah. I can't pronounce this is 350. So my personal Instagram account um, is TSISS350. TISSA350SS? TISSA, 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 TISSA. Uh, which if you listen to the My Car History episode, you'll know it's because my first Tissa two real enthusiast cars were a TSI Talon and an SS350. TISSA350s? Listen, enough out of you. So Vintage Imports of New England, Vintage Imports of NE on uh, Instagram. And that's it. All right. Keep your cars analog. And don't be too upset that we didn't finish our conversation about fake concept cars. Uh, is that my, I mean, <laughs> kind of off topic. <laughs> Just whatever. Don't believe them. Yeah, don't believe them. Don't share them. Ignore them. Report them. Get rid of them. Whatever. Keep Post original analog. content. Yeah, exactly. Post <laughs> original content. Don't make Brad grumpy. He's old. And uh, talk to you next time. See ya.